Hi friends. Um, so you'll have to forgive. I have a little bit of, um, you'll have to forgive. <laughs> oh, Joan. Good start here, bud. Um, <laughs> so I'm just getting over a little bit of a cold. Um, but I've been saying it's not like a cold cold, like a viral thing. It's more of a burnout cold. Um, which is actually appropriate for this episode. Um, because I'm going to be talking about burnout and doing it all. Um, and yeah, because burnout something that I've run into a couple of times. And um, I think as you become more aware with your body, like more self-aware, you can start to learn the earlier signs of burnout so that your body doesn't have to make itself sick for you to listen. Um, because I think if we keep trying to truck on, our body keeps trying to give us signals that we need to slow down and we're doing too much. And if we don't listen and we keep trying to push through, um, your body just reaches a point where it needs to step up, um, the illnesses. And then when I used to keep trying to push through in the past, then I'd really get knocked on my ass where I'd be sick for like three days where like I was basically dead to the world. Um... So now I've started to listen to the symptoms of my body earlier on and have learned what my body needs so that way I don't need to get to that point. Um, Okay, Jody, focus here. (laughs) So, doing it all. I know I said to you earlier that part of the reason why I chose this title is because I feel like I shouldn't have to choose between being an excellent mom and being an amazing wife or being a great mom and wife at the expense of my career. Um, I chose the title doing it all because I feel like I have the capacity to show up well in these different areas of my life that are really important to me. And I don't want I don't accept that I have to sacrifice one for the other. So, one thing I want to get clear on, though, is that I am doing it all in the sense of I'm doing all the things that are really important to me. So, I want you to question if you are trying to do it all and you feel like you're just spinning your tires and you're exhausted and you're not feeling fulfilled um, and you're keeping up like a ridiculous pace, I want you to stop and really question, are you doing all the things that you want to do? Not what society pushes on you or what you feel like you should be doing or what should be important to you or what people tell you you should be doing, what you truly want to do. Because I feel like if you can get really clear on what is really important to you and what roles you want to show up well in, then it gets easier to have the motivation and energy to show up in those roles. So for me, I know it's really important to me to be a really great mom who is patient and loving and kind and present 
Um, I know that it's really important to me to be a really great partner for Pat and, um, be like in all essences a partner for him, um, a soulmate, a, um, loving partner in a relationship. And that has so many different aspects and, uh, that's a whole nother episode. (laughs) Um, I know that I find my job really fulfilling and I want to show up well in my role as a team leader with community living and show up well for the people that we support and uh, the people who I work with Um, and then I want to show up well as a family member and friend Um, so those are like some really core things that are really important to me and then everything around that I is a sense of self-awareness to learning how I can support my body and my soul to show up well. So, um, there's two parts to this episode that I want to be really clear on. So one is having focus to make sure that you are doing all the things that are really important to you. Um, again, like, uh, if you feel like you were just not fulfilled or um, spinning your wheels, I would have you look at how you're spending your day. Um, A podcast or a book or something even recommended going as far as like tracking your day, like tracking down, like right, keeping a log of what you do. It might be Marie Forleo's book. Um, Everything is figure outable. Um, I think she recommended keeping a log of like, I spent 20 minutes scrolling my phone. I had a shower for 20 minutes, like blah, blah, blah. Because I think if you look at your day, if you're having this sense of not being fulfilled, track your day, look at it, and then like be analytical to see is how you're spending your day in line with your goals and what you say you want to do with your life. And uh, that leads me to part two of this episode which is having grace with yourself in that we don't need to be doing it all, all of the time. So when you track that day, I'm not saying you need to look at making every single minute productive because I don't think that that's healthy either or maintainable, but recognize are you using your downtime to recharge your batteries in a way that makes you feel recharged so like I've said in the past um I love tv and I love watching tv but it doesn't necessarily recharge my body and my soul as much as perhaps reading a book or journaling or going out for a walk like that kind of downtime I find makes me feel more energized whereas when I watch TV as much as I love it um it can be like an energy sucker for me and lead me to be like feeling lazy and unproductive um so it's not to say that TV's like terrible and I'm never gonna do it it just means I need to be mindful of choosing those moments when I'm actively choosing to watch TV. So, like I said, I'm not saying that you need to be, like, making every day super focused, super productive. Like, 
I'm a huge fan of downtime and recharging. I think that's so important because that's going to prevent burnout. Um, and you need to be self-aware enough to learn how, what helps you feel recharged? What helps you charge your batteries? Um, what helps you feel better? So that when you get in really busy seasons, um, you can know yourself well enough to know, okay, as much as I want to watch TV, I know I have to turn it off right now and read, um, because I'm in this really busy season right now. So for example, as I said, I've got this burnout cold right now. So I'm in like a busy stage at work right now. Um, I started a new job at the beginning of December and it's been a really, really great transition where I've taken on one team at a time. Um, it was a really gradual transition. I've been super supported, um, by my coworkers and, uh, um, yeah, it's been a really great transition. Um, and at the beginning, like the first week we were kind of joking because since I've already worked for the, um, agency, I've done a lot of the mandatory training already. So the last couple of days before I had introductions with some of my teams, I was literally like trying to find things to do. Um, and the joke in the office was like, well, like, remember this time because pretty soon you'll be wishing for these days. And I was like, haha, yeah, I know. <laughs> and sure enough, like two months later, I am at full capacity with my teams. I've actually gotten an extra team um, on my load right now. And um, it's my first time carrying the emergency pager. And as you know, when it rains, it pours. So also at this time, um, with one of my teams, <clears throat> we are in this transition of training new um, overnight staff. So I'm covering a couple of overnights. And it's part of the job that if there's a shift unfilled, um, it's kind of expected that I will help fill in during those times. So I'm helping to fill in these overnights. And um, while I'm more than happy to help out, and it's really um, not a stressful shift, um, it, I just know myself and I know that I sleep really well in my own bed and not anywhere else. <laughs> so like, for example, if we were going out on a Saturday night, and friends of ours were like, oh, like, if you want a drink, you can stay over. Like, I would rather stay sober so that way I could drive home and sleep in my own bed. Because even the rare nights where I have um, stayed over after drinking, I still can't fall asleep, um, like, at someone else's house. And I don't know if that's because now I have the kids, and I don't know if it's, like, a parenting thing, or... Like, I'm just getting older and like my own bed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would rather stay sober so that way I could drive home and sleep in my own bed. So when I've been covering these overnights, I haven't been sleeping, like, at all. Um, which isn't a huge deal because then I usually end up getting the next day off to go home and sleep when the kids are at the babysitter's. Well, then I get home and then there's a lot of pressure to sleep during this like five hour window I have before I have to pick up the kids. 
And then I can't fall asleep because I get in my own head about, oh my gosh, Jody, like, I know my body and I know I need a lot of sleep. Like, I'm talking on average, each night I try to get, like, nine hours of sleep. Um, anything less than that, I feel tired the next day. Um, I know some people can run off, like, seven hours of sleep and that's their sweet spot. Mine seems to be nine, which is not super convenient when you have two young children (laughs) and a full, um, life. But, uh, (coughs) anyways... So I feel like I have a lot of pressure to fall asleep when I get home, and then of course I can't fall asleep. And part of that too is like I've never been a big napper. Um, Like I've always had the mindset during the day, um, like even when I was on maternity leave and friends would say like, sleep when the baby sleeps. I would find that napping during the day would make me feel more tired, and I'd wake up like just more annoyed that I had to wake up, as opposed to like just powering through, um, the day, like, I'd rather have an extra coffee than have a nap, um, which probably isn't the best for my body, and I'm not recommending that to anyone for the record, (laughs) um, anyway, so this week has been a bit of a struggle, um, the other part, I was talking with a coworker, and she said, the other part that's kind of tricky about my schedule over the past week is it's not, like, I'm doing consistent nights right now, It's like I worked Monday night, overnight, Wednesday night, overnight, but then um, I'm also having like a couple day shifts mixed in there to try to keep on top of my other teams and commitments. Um, So it's really hard. Like I have so much more respect for people who do shift work um, because it's really hard on your body going back and forth. And uh, for me, it's different because I know that this is a short term thing and I know that I can like rally through this. Um, and the end's in sight. I have one more overnight tonight, and then that should be the last of it. And from what I've heard, this is, like, super uncommon for, um, someone in my position to be covering this, but, uh, just the way the cookie crumbled this week. So, uh, anyways, kudos to anyone who does shift work. I don't know how you do it. Um, it's hard. It's hard on your body, so, um, thank you. For all your hard work. Um, anyways, so I know this is short term. I know um, that this is burnout because I haven't been getting enough sleep. And I know that my body really needs sleep. So that leads me to the second half of this burnout conversation, which is having grace with yourself. So when I talk about doing it all, and I talk about not wanting to sacrifice um, quality of... Um, showing up for myself, showing up for my family, um, my friends. With that, I want to remind you that you don't need to be doing it all, all of the time. And I'm definitely not. And a part of it, to explain more, is... um, Okay, the only way I can think to explain this is... um, Rachel Hollis has said a couple in a couple of videos. I don't know if this is in one of her books, but like one thing that's always stuck out in my head that I've heard her say is like not to be rude or crude, but like just don't be dumb. Like so she'll I've seen her on like question and answers well people will say like I'm on maternity leave with my youngest and I'm really trying to wake up early like you recommend like she recommends waking up an hour I think before your kids wake up 
So this person would write in and say, like, so my kids get up at 6.30. I'm trying to get up at 5.30, but, like, my youngest is two months old and still up four times throughout the night. So, like, I'm finding it really hard to wake up at 5.30 when I've just fallen asleep at 4.30. Um, and Rachel Hollis would say, like, just don't be dumb. Like, during this season of life, waking up that hour earlier just might not happen. And you know that this season of life isn't going to last forever. So don't put that pressure um, on yourself to wake up so stupid early. Like, recognize that in the season of life you're at, that hour alone would be magical in the mornings. But you need to prioritize sleep and the health of your body and your mind over that hour to yourself. So, same thing. Like, if you're super sick, but you've started this challenge with yourself where you're going to close your exercise circle every day, instead of, like, don't be dumb. So, instead of going for, like, uh, sprints, like running, or some intense, like, weightlifting workout... Maybe you go for a walk that day or do some yoga or something scaled down. Um, Or you go to the gym and scale everything down. So instead of like trying to do like a one rep max, you're just trying to get the blood flowing. So just have a little bit of common sense and some grace with yourself. Like I'm very much all or nothing. So this has been something I've had to learn um, because I'm like, usually all in or all out so I'm like I said I usually do really well with like challenges and like being able to check something off every day and then what I've struggled with before is if I get sick and I miss a day then it's so much harder for me to come back and now what I'm recognizing is like one day is just one day like don't let it stretch out into a week um Or, like, if you do need to take a couple days off, that's fine. Just get back at it. Like, what's more important is getting back at it and not the time that you've had off. Um, And it's a lot easier to get back at it if you keep that time off shorter. And something is better than nothing. Um, So those are some big things I just want to point out one more time. Um, If you're... So right now, this past week... I have been feeling really run down because I haven't been sleeping well because of these crazy shifts. I've been eating okay, but not great because when I get tired, I want like comfort food and like I feel sick. So I just want to eat something. Um, So I'm not eating terribly, but I'm not eating great. So that doesn't help things. And I was supposed to get to Hydra, I think three times this week, but I went once. Um... Because it's just not worth killing yourself over um, to go. And I just knew, like, in my heart of hearts, like, on Friday, perfect example, um, Pat and I were going to go to Hydra together. And I was feeling really run down on Friday. Um, So instead, we didn't go to Hydra. And actually, um, like, we didn't even cook dinner. Pat picked up Harvey's on the way home. And... While that probably wasn't, like, technically the best choice for my body, um, to not work out and to eat shitty junk food, that was the better choice for my mind that day, because I was feeling really run down and overwhelmed, um, so 
it's okay to have an off day, um, like a rest day and a day where we don't cook and we eat Harvey's. Because that doesn't happen every day. I honestly can't even remember the last time I would have asked him to do that. Um, but I can't remember the last time I felt this run down. So there you go. Um, so it's okay to have an off day. But then the next day, like yesterday, I had hockey. And for the record, Pat's been calling me Wayne fucking Gretzky. Because not only have I scored my first goal, guys, but I'm now... Three goals in three games. I'm on a streak here. Now that I've said that, I'm probably going to lose my streak today when I go to play hockey this afternoon. But if I do go four for four, like, this is amazing, and I might need to buy a lottery ticket. Um, yeah. (laughs) Anyways. Um, so you don't need to be doing it all, all of the time. It's okay to scale back. It's okay to take a rest day. But... Don't let that rest day turn into a rest week, which turns into a rest month. Um, One off day is fine. Just get back at it the next day. Um, And again, like, recognize if you're going through a season. Like, don't... You don't need to be so hard on yourself or tell yourself, like, oh, like, I'm failing or I'm inadequate or, like, start telling yourself this really negative story. You're just in a busy season and that's okay. And um, maybe it is taking more from you to just get through your work day and get home and be a nice person. And it's better for you physically and emotionally if you're not putting all the extra stress on yourself around <clears throat> exercise or, I don't know, date nights or whatever. Like, Listen to your body and, like, just don't be dumb. Like, don't be ridiculous. Don't be so, so hard on yourself. Like, another good rule of thumb is think about if it was a friend telling you the stories that you're telling yourself. Um, And sometimes it's helpful if you either journal it or say it out loud to someone else. Because when we say it out loud, we hear it and we hear how ridiculous it sounds. So, for example... um, Like, something I've been kind of worried about is uh, when I joined Hydra last April, I signed up for an eight-month, eight-class-a-month membership. And one of the things that I've been really proud of is I haven't had one month where I've missed my eight classes. I've always been able to schedule it in. If I was sick at the beginning of the month, I was able to make up the other classes later in the month. Um, I've always found a way to make it work. Well, this month... I might not make it work because I was sick this week. And last week when I was feeling really run down, but the times weren't really fitting into my schedule, um, I, like, in my head I was like, well, shit, like, should I force myself to go on Friday? Because I know if I want to get my eight classes in, I got to get in a couple times. Or, like, I was debating going to Hydra Saturday morning before my hockey game that day. And, uh, I just know my body and I know I wasn't up for it. So, like, don't kill yourself to complete a challenge or to get your eight classes in. So I lose a little bit of money this month. (coughs) Big deal. At least I'm healthy and, like, I haven't hurt myself. Um, because, like I said, if we keep trying to push through and keep going full throttle... 
your body will find a way for you to listen. And that's when you'll get sick or you'll have some kind of um, like emotional overwhelm. And it's because your body's been trying to tell you, you need to slow down, you're doing too much, and you're not listening. So you either listen early on when you start getting like the scratchy throat, the headaches, um, and you start to address, okay, I haven't been getting enough sleep, I haven't been drinking enough water, I've been eating crummy food, or I haven't had enough time to myself, I've been working like a dog, Um, start to address those things earlier on and course correct, because if you don't, then your body's going to have to step it up, and you'll end up with a huge cold or um, different signs of burnout, Um, like not being able to cope with anything, and that's a lot harder to bounce back from. So, make sure you're doing all the things that you want to do and get really clear on that and really assess your day. Are you doing things in your day that help you feel like a more whole and fulfilled person? Are you recharging your batteries when you can? Do you know what makes your body feel well? And when you start to experience burnout, do you know what your body needs to feel recharged again? Do you know what to do for your body so you get that break and are able to bounce back faster? And secondly, if you're in a really busy season, show some grace for yourself. Be more compassionate and understanding and we aren't doing it all, all of the time. And understand that there are going to be times where some things are more challenging than others, and that's okay. And it's okay to dial back and listen to your body and prioritize things. Alrighty, well I hope that this helps to keep you on track to doing it all, whatever it is that you want to do. Adios amigos. I actually just thought of one more thing that I want to add, which is in your self-awareness of listening to your body and your mind, (coughs) excuse me, learn to identify when you actually need to slow down, um, like when you're experiencing burnout and when your body is just looking for an excuse to not follow through on your goals. So, it's just a fine line where you need to get to know yourself better. Like, I can't tell you if you're feeling run down what days you need to power through and what days you need to take a rest day. That's just where you need to really get to know your body. Um, Because there are days where we're not feeling motivated to get to the gym or to get out for a walk or whatever it is that we need to do to take care of ourselves. Um, and it's, that sometimes can be your mind trying to find an excuse. Um, so get to know when you're just looking for an excuse and you can rally and push through and when you do need to hit pause and take a rest day. Um, so for example, Friday, was my day where I hit pause and hit pause and take a rest day. Um, Saturday and today 
I'm still not feeling 100%, but I'm on the mend. And um, sometimes getting a good sweat on can help you um, bounce back and help to move things through your system. Um, so I I've went to hockey last night and I'm going to hockey again today and we'll be back at work again. Um, yeah, so just recognize that it's not to say that every time that you feel a sniffle or a raspy throat that you like take a rest day and you can't do anything. Um, but get to know your body enough to know like when you should be scaling, but still doing something scaling as in like dialing back. Um, and when you just need to lay on the couch, um, and really try to push yourself that you're not using those like really big rest days unless you really need them. Um, yeah, don't let yourself use that as an excuse to not follow through on your goals because there are times where you do need to push through and rally and it'll be so worth it in the end. Um, A good rule of thumb for those days where you don't have motivation is, like, just start and just do it for five minutes. Or, like, just get to the gym, and then you know that once you get there, you'll feel good. It's just getting started is the hardest part sometimes. Um, So, yeah. I just wanted to add that. Don't, uh... Just get to know your body well enough to know when you're making an excuse for yourself and when you truly need a rest day. And try to really push through on the days where you're just talking yourself out of it and grasping for straws so you don't have to put in the work. Because it's so worth it if you can push through those days. Um, And then on the flip side, listen to your body if you do really need to slow down. Because if you don't listen, it will find a way to make you listen. Alrighty, have a good day. Bye.